0: The biggest, meanest-looking, most imposing dude in the entire fold? Hint, it's not Darnell Washington, believe it or not. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates. The other two teams I cover... I hope you'll check those out as well. Hakeem Butler is a wide receiver, and I had to keep reminding myself of that every single time I saw him on or off the field. He's freakishly large, period, never mind, for the position. Officially listed at 6'5", 225. You are going to have to take my word for it that that doesn't come close to describing the figure that he strikes. He's massive. You can understand why in some of his various frustrations at connecting with an NFL team, they've moved him to tight end. He walks in not just looking like a tight end, but looking like another Darnell Washington. And it's It's just stunning to me as I see him. And then I'm additionally aware that he's got very, very good speed to go with that size. That he's now 27 years old, still looking for his first gainful employment in the NFL, despite having been a fourth round draft pick. But maybe, maybe This is different. Maybe this is one of those times, and this does happen, where playing in an alternate league and one of those, I don't know if you want to call them minor leagues or whatever, I guess you could, the XFLs and the USFLs and everything else, pays off because you actually get to go out there and show that you've gotten better at football, which you really can't do all that much on a practice squad. You definitely can't do if you found something else. To consume your life. But Butler did stick with it. He stuck with practice squads. He stuck with positional changes. He tried it in the Canadian Football League. Didn't really work out. He tried it in the XFL. And, well, what do you know? Something clicked. Maybe it's the caliber of the competition. But with the St. Louis Battle Hawks of that league just this past season, he had 51 catches. For 599 yards and eight touchdowns. Among all of those catches and among those eight touchdowns, he had some, like, winners, okay? I'm talking style points galore. He was able to use that size. He was able to use that speed. He was able to make the plays, make big plays, make big man plays, even though those battle hawks used him. At wide receiver and only at wide receiver. I like that. I like that whole underdog thing. I like the fact that he had to work a little extra hard to keep his dream going. I like that after one of the early days of OTAs when he made this outstanding catch on a Kenny Pickett throw deep downfield and got some really loud acknowledgement of that from Kenny. I was at his stall, and he was asked, basically, you know, what about that catch? And he said, it's going to take a lot more than one catch for me to be here. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, here's this humble dude. Here's This is somebody who kind of knows his place. And then he just goes. He is defiant, openly so. He, I don't want to call it, you know, resentful or whatever, but he's got a big chip, a big chip on that big shoulder and i asked him as a result does he feel like he has something to prove i think it's just people believing when when you have people that believe in you i feel like no matter who you are i mean as long as you got the skills and the talent like i've I've had people believe in me at every level and i've shown what i could do when people don't believe in me that's when you kind of just don't know who i am so Okay, so there's another chip for the other shoulder. You know, Anthony Miller, who's been that guy who's been like the five or six in the Steelers wide receiver rotation or depth chart for a long time now. And of course, he ended up missing all of the 2022 season, despite having had a really encouraging camp. The Steelers really, really like this kid. He put out a message on Twitter yesterday that said, thank you, Pittsburgh, and there's a picture of him waving in a Steelers uniform. I don't know how else to interpret that other than that he's been told he's he's out. If he's out, that's one less person who's in Butler's way. And I would look at Miller's message, if it ends up being confirmed, as a further indicator that Butler's in on this mix and I'm just saying okay if you're getting into all this we're the biggest baddest team and we want to feel tough when we're coming off the bus at road venues and everything else we've been talking about for weeks now you are not leaving this guy behind so long as he can continue to make plays the way he was in the XFL when we come back J1Q who says, I know it's kind of annoying to see the Steelers depicted as a last-place team, DK, but could this be a blessing in disguise? I think the Steelers will be operating under the radar, and maybe, just maybe, that works to their advantage. Let those teams and the people sleep on us, so when they actually have to play us, it becomes an eye-opener when the Steelers are much better. And... Um, I'm not a buyer in this, John, and that goes in general. I'm not real big on the sneaking up on teams theory. I think that's more of a fan thing than it is something that plays out at field level. If anything, and this will really run counter to the stance that you're taking, the Steelers remain the Steelers. There's a different feel when they come into your stadium, and this does apply to fans and the home team in that case. Uh, if you're the Carolina Panthers, I mean, it's not the best example because their stadium is filled with Steelers fans. Let me try to come up with, I don't know, some other team, right? It's just not as significant. The Steelers are a brand name. They come into your house, they're attaching validity to your brand just because you're facing them. And it really honestly doesn't matter all that much the caliber of the team. So that's one big chunk of games right there that I'm taking and throwing them out of the equation for your stance. Next comes the AFC North. Do you think this applies in the North? No, of course not. Pretty sure you'd agree with me on that. You think the Browns, Bengals, or Ravens are going to look at the Steelers and go, yeah, let's take them lightly. All they're going to remember is how the last time they faced them, they were scratching and kicking and clawing and gouging each other's eyes out like the Three Stooges. That's 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 AFC North football. Just, in, in general, you just don't see a whole lot of – uh, NFL teams not taking the other teams seriously. And I know you can cite examples of this and that and the time the Steelers flew out to Oakland and x-ray machine debacle and everything. But more often than not, that's got nothing to do with, you know, having the other guys sneak up on you. It's just you just weren't prepared. Meaning within yourself or yourselves or you just didn't have it. It's just a lousy day and things just kind of snowballed and you were never able to correct things until it was too late. I, I, I just, uh, this, this one doesn't do much for me. I am curious as opposed to, I don't remember the exact word that you used, uh, wasn't perturbed. Oh, you said annoying. It's annoying to be depicted as a, I, I'm not annoyed by it and I'm not put off by it. I'm confused. At the thought process, I'm confused at how everyone, in particular, when I discuss this, the betters can look at the Steelers and just condense the entire discussion and ultimately the placing of their money on one position at which the Steelers probably really honestly won't be all that bad. But it's just such an ice cold process. Maybe, I don't know, I'm not one of them. Maybe there are betters who bet the way some people trade stocks, for example. That I'm at least a little bit familiar with, done a little bit of that in my life, where everything is just totally ice cold. You don't listen to the news, you don't... You don't uh, have CNBC on around the clock. You're not jumping up and down at every latest fad. You just say, hey, when a stock gets to this point in the pattern or that point in the pattern, then my reaction will be X. If it's this, this, or this, then my reaction will be Y. There's a lot of people who do stocks like that. Maybe that's how the football people are doing it, where they just say, what were the quarterback stats last year? Huh. Okay. And they don't consider what the quarterback did over the last nine games or the fact that he won a big one in Baltimore late season with a great little run and toss to Najee Harris. They don't care about that. They don't care about that. What were his overall stats? Okay. Well, okay. He stinks. Worst quarterback in the division, we're moving on. The whole team's going to stink. Simple as that. Simple as that. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.